Hello and welcome to the Hug and Coffee podcast, episode 17b, with me, Robin Zell. And today we're going to start by looking at James, chapter 4, verses 13 to 17. James, chapter 4, verses 13 to 17, as taken from the NLT translation. Look here, you who say, today or tomorrow we are going to a certain town, and will stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise you are boasting about your own pretentious plans, and all such boasting is evil. Remember, it is a sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. Discovery. Or more accurately, Star Trek Discovery. Along with Star Trek Picard, Star Trek Discovery is the latest addition to the Star Trek universe. What I've always loved about Star Trek is its vision of the future. And in the case of the USS Discovery, an experimental starship that falls in the timeline of the original USS Enterprise, the future becomes a reality as the crew travel 930 years into the future to protect an alien intelligence that has integrated itself into the ship, but whose knowledge in the wrong hands could lead to the end of all human life. Yet Star Trek Discovery is just another in a long line of shows and movies that speculate on what the future will be. But the truth is that nobody actually knows what the future holds. There are many theories, yet it's all conjecture. And in the dictionary it says this about conjecture. The the formation or expression of an opinion or theory without sufficient evidence for proof. Speculation. To conclude or suppose from grounds or evidence insufficient to ensure reliability. Ultimately, when we talk about conjecture, we talk about uncertainty. Nobody truly knows. But there is one who does know. God. Yet, let's pause here for just a moment to look at Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. Revelation chapter 21, verse 8, as taken from the NIV translation. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulphur. This is the second death. As Christians, we are certain of two things regarding the future. As believers, we are saved and will go to heaven. And non-believers will go to hell and suffer a second death. What is uncertain and unpredictable is the journey how we get there. Because although the destination is fixed, how we get there is our choice, 
because we have free will. As we have looked at before, Romans 8 verse 28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Now I want you to take note that it says, In all things God works for the good of those who love him. It doesn't say, all things will be good. Our actions dictate the journey, but we cannot predict our earthly future. Again, I want you to note that I said earthly future, not future. Our ultimate destination as believers is assured, heaven. And even what we achieve for God on earth is assured. Only the path remains a mystery. The current circumstances are a prime example of this. Who could have predicted a global pandemic? What is happening now is unprecedented. It was unforeseen. This time last year, I never could have imagined seeing a pandemic to this scale in my lifetime. Such is the unpredictability of life, the uncertainty of the journey. We worry so much about the future at times that we lose sight of the present, of the here and now. Yet let's pause again to return to scripture and let's look at Matthew chapter 6 verse 34. Matthew chapter 6 verse 34. That's taken from the NIV translation. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. We join Jesus here at the tail end of his talk about the birds and the flowers, where he talks about not worrying as God will provide all our needs. And it concludes in verse 34 by saying not to worry about tomorrow. In other words, Jesus is saying to concentrate on today, on the here and now. It would be great to know what tomorrow will bring. But the truth is that although I can speculate, I don't know for certain. For me, when I went to bed last night, I was hopeful of getting a good night's sleep. That being Sunday, I would get to go to virtual church and attend the virtual coffee and chat after church. What I didn't consider was that I'd be awake at a little after four o'clock in the morning and preparing another podcast. I knew I'd be preparing a hope and coffee to record at some point today, probably just before church as I usually do. Yet here I am, or there I was, in the early hours of the morning, making my notes before the sun was even up. Like I said, in Matthew 6, verse 34, Jesus is effectively saying to live in the moment and trust in God for our needs of that moment and of the future. Something else I have looked at before is Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests 
be made known to God. God is in control and we can be certain that he's got us. But let's pause here again and let's look at Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 from the NIV translation. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Yes, I know that Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 is becoming a frequently used verse in Hope and Copy. I even used it in the last episode of Hope and Copy, but I feel it's integral to my message. Although we cannot predict the future, we can influence the journey. And a large part of this is to guard our hearts, for as I've said before, it reveals who we are. So if we guard our hearts, if we walk the path God puts before us and do his will, we can be sure that we will reach our final destination with less damage. Please notice that I use the word less here. The Bible says we will face troubles, but God is on our side and will protect us from too much harm. It is our souls that arrive safe. But where am I going with this? Well, in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9, it says, Who saved us and called us to a holy calling? Not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Now, this brings us back to something I said yesterday, that it is no mistake that God chose you. It's no mistake that God chose me. Our future is assured because we are saved by Christ. But it is our own choice to live this life on earth to serve God. I don't know what tomorrow brings. I don't even truly know what today holds. But what I can choose to do is put God at the heart of each day and serve him. However, let's pause one last time to look at God's word. And let's look at Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39. Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39, as taken from the NIV translation. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. For those who know me, it will come as no great surprise that as I start to bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close, I turn to the writings of Paul. Because it's no secret that I love Paul's writings. And here in Romans chapter 8, we find two of my favourite verses that speak to the future. That neither death nor life, angels nor demons, present or future, nor any powers can separate us.
from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. You know what? That is worth repeating. That neither death nor life, angels nor demons, present or future, nor any powers can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Because what it boils down to is that as Christians, we chose to follow Christ, to put our trust in God and not in man. This world in which we live cannot promise our future, but God has promised us a future with him. When we commit to Christ, we commit to the certainty that whatever life may throw at us, our souls will live forever in the presence of God. You have no guarantees in life. Even a product's guarantee doesn't hold any real certainty because a common guarantee is for 12 months. And what's the betting the product breaks just after this time is up? And if we pay for the extended guarantee, what's the betting we never need to use it? As Christians though, we know that we have a guarantee that is certain, a promise from God of eternal life. So I want to end with those words from Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. Those words that echo so loudly in my mind and in my heart right now, and the heart of what I believe this message is about. Because it says this, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I'm going to repeat that one last time because I think this is really important. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Let us pray. Father God, I just want to thank you that in this uncertain world in which we live in, during this time of pandemic, we can hold on to the certainty of your promise that as believers in your Son, we are guaranteed a future with you, that our final destination is eternity in your presence. And Father God, as we travel through this life, as we journey through this life, my brothers, sisters and I, may we hold on to that truth. May we never forget that our future is assured, that no matter what life throws at us, whether it's good or bad, you are with us through every circumstance. You never promised that life would be easy, but you did promise that it was easy to choose life because all we have to do is believe in your son, Jesus Christ. So be with us all, I pray, on this day and evermore. Amen.